Welcome to the Top 8 Movies Podcast, presented by Top 8 Media. Every week we share Top 8 lists from movie lovers across the globe. We also dive into actors and actresses' Top 8 Movies according to IMDb scores. And hear many reviews from our resident film reviewer, Mike Morgan, as he reflects on his Top 8 films of each of the last 34 years. We have special edition Top 8 lists on more specific topics from the movie industry. Send us your top eight list to be read out on future episodes. Just DM us on Instagram at top underscore eight underscore media. Thanks for tuning in and let's crack on with the show. Welcome back everybody to Top 8 Movies from Top 8 Media. My name is Owen Morgan. I'm sat down with my co-host Jessica Johnson and we talk all things movies through the power of Top 8 Lists. Welcome back everybody to all our loyal listeners. If you're new, hey, um, I, you may be tuning in today because it's the t- 2023, the 2023 best films of the year on January the 10th. 10 days in, we're not messing around guys, getting straight on it. It's exciting. So, yeah, welcome back, uh, Jess. Here we are. Um, we always, we said off camera, you know, we always like to say, oh, my God, it was so hard doing this list. So let's just always start shows like that, maybe. How is this list for you? I found it pretty, pretty easy myself. How is it for you? I realized I did not watch as many movies as I thought I did that came out in 2023. So I think I'm probably going to get my butt kicked on lists today because some of the bigger named movies I haven't seen yet. So it was a little hard in that essence for this list where I was thinking, oh my gosh, I actually hadn't seen these movies yet. (gasps) But life circumstances, obviously living in a hospital for four and a half months, you don't get out and see a whole lot of movies. So giving myself some grace there, but excited to see all the love that a lot of these great movies that came out last year is going to get today. Yeah, certainly. You know, we've done a few. um, Yeah, we did some episodes on years where it was just my dad's, wasn't it? And we sort of talked through, you know, our resident film review, we talked through his list. But now we're getting to get involved. So I think we've done one or two years at this point. And um, yeah, so I thought this was last year was pretty solid. I'm looking at some of the stuff we don't match on. It really does show how solid it was, actually. So yeah, big shout out to 2023. It's good for that. Um, oh, this is live, everybody. I've just spotted a film, which I completely forgot about, which would have been in my top three. You've got some live embarrassment here, guys. But I'm now feeling probably shouldn't change it. So I'm going to leave it. You know, we all make mistakes. We can't alter our lists live on the show. Heartbreaking, everybody. But this, this will hey, we're people, man. This is real life stuff. Uh, cool. So that's what we're here to do today. So it's going to be my dad's list, um, our resident film reviewer, us two, and then we're going to look at box office gross because that's a very obvious thing to do here today. So as always, Jess, we'll start with the first one, and then we'll sort of take turns to uh, to share our thoughts, and we'll talk about the films as we go, and uh, we'll see if you and me can beat the film reviewer, the expertise. Let's see if we can do it. So let's jump straight in, guys. So over to you, Jess. We're going to look at the highest grossing. It's all in dollars. Um, so I've popped that all on the list as well. So you guys at home can get a sense of what things are earning. So let's do it, Jess. Over to you. All right. Here we go. In the number eight spot with $567 million, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. In the seventh spot, $568 million, the live action Little Mermaid. 
In the sixth spot, with $690 million, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. In the fifth spot, with $714 million, Fast X. In the fourth spot, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 brought in $845 million. But beating them out by more than imagined, $955 million in the third spot, Oppenheimer. In the number two spot, beating out even more with 1.3 billion is the Super Mario Brothers movie. And in the number one spot, with 1.4 billion, Barbie. Thank you very much. We're getting very good at this now, aren't we? We should have our own sort of like show. Where you... Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about. I just think we should be professional movie listers now at this point. Doing it long enough. Uh, cool. So yeah, let's dive into this. I'm still like just heartbroken about that film. Can't let it go. Go look it up in a minute on the show so we can see. Do some fact checking, as they call it. But yeah, let's look at this list then. So you know, some of these stuff are probably going to come up again today, which is cool, but we won't reveal that quite yet. So I'm looking at that. I'm thinking, if I had to guess, I know we said this before as well. If I had to guess. That's probably what I would have guessed as well. Maybe not Spider-Verse. I, I know it's supposed to be amazing, but I, I didn't realize how amazing it had done at box office. But I probably could have guessed a lot of that, especially things like Oppenheimer being so high, even though it's, you know, from what I need to watch it, but it's quite a long film, so I hear. Um, it's done really well. Super Mario Brothers, we already knew that was smashing it from when we did last week's, when we recorded last week, didn't we? We did the animation episode. Um and Barbie was just, yeah, absolutely immense. So it was always gonna, it was gonna, always gonna do that well. But I, I went back and watched kind of like a few trailers of these. So I watched the Super Mario Brothers trailer. It looks absolutely amazing. And I was like, I'm gonna need to watch this. Like I'm 40, so you know, I'm gonna remember old school Mario. It looks so good. So um, I just want to share. I watched it about 40 minutes ago. Brilliant. Oppenheimer looks absolutely amazing. Uh, maybe I'll watch it in two chunks of an interval. <laughs> seen all the other ones spider-verse i need to watch that and i watched a little mermaid trailer and it looks absolutely beautiful just like a beautiful movie and it looks like they've done such an immense job like with the crab and stuff and just like and it's the casting you don't i don't know any of many people in it at all really and i love that just a fresh new bunch of actors that deserve um this opportunity so yeah get a bit emotional about it it just looks amazing so um what are your thoughts as have you seen little mermaid oppenheim or mario brothers i think we haven't seen the exact same movies on that list as you're going through them i'm like oh my goodness i know i haven't seen the super mario brothers movie so my younger self is like what is wrong with you i have not seen oppenheimer yet either or spider-man but i will say sorry spider-man is on the lower list of um of peeps for me and i haven't seen the little mermaid yet either so great movies i'm interested and this might be something looking forward as we do these lists like what time of year did they come out like would that make a difference because there's a couple movies and i'm i can't wait to hear because i have a theory as to what movie is missing off of your list right now and that is a movie that i'm a little surprised wasn't in the top eight grossing but some hard contenders nonetheless yeah you're right i'm looking at like yours my list and i'm like your third spot i'm surprised that's not in there um and your number two to be honest 
it's weird, isn't it? I say it's, it's weird what doesn't quite make it. And you're right. There must be maybe some of it came out at the end of the year or something. It hasn't had a chance at that number. I'm looking at some of it. I don't know how old some of that is. But we'll talk about that later on anyway. But uh, but yeah, no, it's a solid list, guys. I don't want to talk too much about the other films because they're going to feature in a lot of lists today. So we'll dive into them later um, as we go through. But just for some live checking on the show, guys. Let me look at one of these films my dad's got because I don't know how on God's green earth I would have missed it. So mm-hmm. I'm not editing this guy. You're going to get to enjoy this. Here we go. Here we go. I can wait because I'm pretty sure I know which one it is. Oh, man. 2023. When? When in 2023 was it? March. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh. Right. I Look. Does it bloody matter? I'm, I'm putting it can in. Can I guess? Can I guess? Because <laughs> I'm pretty. No, positive. no, yeah, don't tell the audience because they they want this excitement. So, what number is you think I'm talking about on hit my dad's I list? I think it's number seven on your dad's list. Yes, it is. <laughs> I knew it as soon as you said it earlier. I was like, oh. so I'm gonna put it in, yeah. but I don't want to put it. In. It's quite high for me. So, um, oh god, is it gonna go two or three? Two or three, guys. What am I gonna do? Right. Okay. Here we go. Right, it's in position. I will reveal all later. Right, let's jump into my list. Thank you, guys, for your patience at this time. So this is my top eight. I am B. So when you're voting later, you're voting for B. I've got to add that joke in. So in eighth position, I watched it three days ago because I wanted to make sure because Denzel's my boy. So Equalizer Free is in my eighth spot. It's awesome. Not quite as good as one and two. It's amazing. It's all based in Italy. There's not as much hardcore action from him. I know he's like, no, he's, I think he might be like 70 at this point. So I'm going to let him off. But um, <laughs> there's not as many scenes of fighting. And I was a bit sad about that because he's just so hardcore. It's a beautiful film and it made me really want to go to Italy and uh, live in Sicily. They did a really good job of making that village beautiful place to live. So yeah, I love you, Denzel. Um, but I'm afraid it's eighth at this time. I'm a bit sad about this. I wanted it higher, but unfortunately the stuff above it I can't. What can I do? And it's Barbie. Sorry, guys. I loved it. I really loved it. But that shows how much I love the top six. So, yeah, we talked about this loads on the show. Amazing film. Amazing message. Amazing direction. I think even for men, it's such a good film to take, sort of make fun of ourselves a little bit of male stereotypes, but also honor the hardship it, that has been for women for you know many centuries. And it's just it's such an important message. And it's super fun, so you can't argue with that. Very, very funny. Great script. So, well done, Barbie. Sixth spot is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. I just love all the Mission Impossibles anyway. I'm not like hardcore Tom Cruise or anything, but I just, I love them, and I, I thought it was great. The scene on the, the whole thing with the train, everything was just so good. So uh, it deserves to be in. There's not much more I can say about it. It's just epic action. Five is The Covenant. So it's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and his interpreter. And he gets out alive after interpreter saves his life, um, and then he goes back to uh, to go and rescue his interpreter um, and his family and stuff. And it's just beautifully made. And Jake's amazing in it. And the guy that stars alongside him, his name slipped my mind. He's absolutely amazing. And I hope he goes on to uh, to do some more amazing stuff. It's very intense, very beautiful. Uh, you know, message about human, you know, human purposefulness. Really amazing. Your fourth spot is The Killer. So that, I watched that last month. That's on Netflix with, yes, yeah, so with Michael Fassbender. So he sort of narrates over the top of what it is to be a killer and 
the kind of temperament you have and all that and you know you make some mistake and it all starts to unravel and you know his hitman company guys are trying to take him out and it, yeah it's so good guys please check it out it deserves more uh, more love out there right next up in third place is the film that just got stolen from mike's list which is john wick 4 i love john wick the franchise is in my topic franchise franchises of all time and i completely forgot it was out in 2023 so john wick has got a late entry straight into number three spot all of them are great i can't really decide which one i prefer the most they're all awesome the fighting's amazing as Jess will say, he doesn't say much. And I like it that way. Just, I want my hitman just to be cool, calm, collective. Just say a few words like, yeah, and things like that. And uh, the scene on the steps and how he times himself. You know, it's going to take me this amount of time. Nails it. If you time it on your watch in real life, you'll see that the film nailed it as well. And the last scene is, is really, really cool. I'm just gutted. But I'm glad that they're going to be doing Ballerina in June of this year, um, which has got Anna de Armanese. I can never say her name. Armasis de Armasis. Anyway, she's amazing. She's going to be kind of like the carry on of John Wick. I've just started watching The Continental on Amazon, everyone, which is like the prequel to the John Wick. So that's like based in the hotel. It's got Mel Gibson running the hotel and it's, it's bloody brilliant, guys. Um, the Continental. Go and check it out. They're like an hour and a half long. It's basically three films, uh, which is awesome. And in second place, it's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I love Marvel. You know that already. So, of course, that's going to be in here. It's fun. It's amazing. Just, I love it. I can't say anything else more about it. It's fantastic. And in number one, I will always stick true to my brand. <laughs> Fast and Furious 10, Fast X Part 1 is my number one film of the year. I had so much fun. All the way through, all the characters, just everybody's in it, and it's going to be a part two, and it's going to be amazing. Um, and I've been watching all the Fast and Furious. I'm halfway through Fast and Furious five at this point, as I smash through all ten, and uh, I can't wait to get back to Fast X so I can watch it all over again. So well done to me, sticking to my brand. That's how this is done on the show. So that is my top eight movies. Everybody got very excited. Uh, if you didn't know already, I've got severe back pain today. I've got sciatica on both legs, so that's probably why I'm speaking fast and pumped up. Right, Jess, this show feels like it's going—it's going off the rails. Uh, it's just excitement. So let me know what you think of my list. I would say it's insanely actiony, which I guess is also true to me as well. I—that's exactly what I was thinking. Is very action-packed. I think these are all really great action movies that came out in 2023. I knew without a doubt you were going to have Fast X at the top of your list, and I love that. I also love that I totally called it, that it was going to be John Wick, that you were bumping over, and yeah, I think a great list. I also, hey, thanks for that info about the Continental on Amazon. I'm going to pull it up for my husband. He'll be super excited about it. And a funny story, there's a oil company called the Continental, and I saw the building i was eating dinner at a tall building in my city and i saw the building and i'm like hey it's the continental uh -huh, uh -huh. and my friend's husband was like it's not that continental it's like he knew because also a very stereotype you know man who loves his action movies so that's a fun fun side story for you but great action-packed list i love it my list is 
all over the place. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. So I think you're going to pull some strong votes who are very hardcore action. And I think that even with, with that uh, number, number seven spot you got there, brilliant movie. I think even action lovers will still vote on your list. So we'll see. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because my dad's is quite different too. So, well, yeah, no, it has. It's got quite a few different ones in there. So, yeah, this is actually pretty solid. It's, I, you know, you expect these things just to be quite similar, but I'm excited. So when we get back from the break, we will dive into Jess's. Okay, Jess, let's do this. Over to you. Let's hit your top eight and uh, see what matches and what's different. All right. Jumping into my number eight spots, I went with the book club next chapter. So very different from your list. But I love what I love about this movie is it's a group of women who have this book club and they continue this book club throughout their lives. I love this movie and I, I just, I love the friendship the long-term friendship and how it develops. And there's a scene where they're able to kind of call each other out. I just think it's a beautiful movie about friendship. So I think it's great. It is what it is. On the seventh spot, I have a love again. Whew. This is definitely a, a romantic comedy that touches, touches deep, even for me. It's about a girl who loses her fiance. He dies. And one of the ways that she kind of copes to regain. Also, Celine Dion is in it. So that's super fun. In the sixth spot, got to give love to my sport of rowing, The Boys in the Boat. That movie, and this is where we, when we talked about release dates, that one like just came out. Um, my rowing group got a previewing of it, which is really exciting. But it's about, uh, it's set in the uh, 1930s and about the University of Washington's rowing team. And it's just a beautiful story and how they go on to the Olympics. I won't give you any spoilers because I'm sure you haven't heard the story itself, but a beautiful movie. Go watch it. <laughs> In the fifth spot, that's where I put Fast 10. I love the Fast and the Furious series as well. So I did have to give it some love, even though I knew it was going to be on your list. I wanted to make sure it was still on mine because I do love that series. In the fourth spot is where I put Mission Impossible. So I did, I don't know. I don't know. I think it was like a coin flip, maybe, to be completely honest, why it beat out fast for the fourth spot. But Mission Impossible, I still still a great series and action series. And since I'll be honest, I didn't want to put a bunch of movies that I've just heard good things about. I wanted to put movies I'd seen. So it's definitely on there. But Without a doubt, number three spot beating it out, Indiana Jones. At the Dial of Destiny. I love the Indiana Jones series. I watched it with my dad growing up. And I just, I don't know anyone who doesn't know the Indiana Jones series. So I don't think I need to sell it much more than that. The number two spot, also a late release last year, The Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I'm a huge Hunger Games fan. I think it's such a unique story and Viola Davis, ooh, like amazing, amazing performance. She always does amazing. But my number one, true to my childhood and my adulthood self, is going to be Barbie. 
I loved it so much. I love the the joy behind it and the spark behind it. And I love how many people have changed their perspective because I know a lot of people who had a poor perspective of Barbie, but after seeing the movie said, oh, I get it now. So just a sweet nostalgia for me. And if anything, I hope that I've opened you up to maybe some movies you've never heard before or reminded you of some great classics, even though I know a lot of people are going to go for Liz B with all those action movies. I think ultimately at the end of the day, though, your dad's got us. So what do you think about my all over the place list yeah. before we hop to your dad's? Yeah, I love your list because, again, it's we always teach each other stuff. I think on most episodes about things we need to watch next. But yeah, I'll go through it. So I don't much do it that way. So yeah, book club. I remember, you know, as soon as you said it, because I thought, what the hell is book club? And I was like, oh, no, yeah, because I remember the first one. I've seen the first one. So um, I don't know how that slipped by me and not seen the second one. But, you know, with these lists, because it's all so new, isn't it? I don't really go to the cinema anymore. So I have to pay for it on Amazon. So I got to wait for it to hit Amazon and then I got to pay for it. And I don't really want to pay $15.99 for a digital version of a film. So I have to wait for it to go to like $4.99 here, £4.99. So in my defense, I can't watch some of these things. So uh, Love Again, I don't know much about that. So I'll watch the trailer later. Uh, Boys in the Boat, I literally saw the trailer for that, I think, last week, and I thought it looked awesome, so I'm glad it's appeared here today. It proves I need to watch it, because it looked really, really cool. Um, I love anything like that, anything that's like, not just sporty as such, but anything where you're leading to some sort of tournament or championship. This just great films, aren't they? Um, as you see stuff, you want them to do well. So yeah, I'm really excited to watch that. Thank you. Fast 10, well, we'll move on from that. I'm not impressed in its position, um, but that's fine. <laughs> Uh, Mission Impossible, I get what you're saying. It's kind of, they're both awesome. So what do you do? What do you do? Maybe do alphabetically, then Fast X could be top. Um, so that's quite good. <laughs> Indiana Jones, yeah, I'm feeling a bit naughty. I've not seen that yet. June as well. So um, maybe that'll be my next $4.99 purchase. And I think that could make it my top eight. I really liked all the other ones. So maybe on a different day, I could have been in. Uh, Hunger Games, I loved all the other ones, so absolute no-brainer. But November, see, that's going to be like a good fifteen ninety-nine at this point. So I'll have to wait. But um, as soon as I see it, I'll let you know. And the anniversary, maybe, I'll share all. So, yeah, thank you. I can't wait to see that. And, yeah, Barbie. See, obviously, we, we covered Margot Robbie. What was it, episode two, maybe? Episode two or three. So yeah, go back and listen to that, guys. We talk a lot about the story, why it was important, the political message and everything like that. And um, I think it's... It's kind of like, in a way, like even though it's a bit blockbustery, it's kind of a modern day masterpiece, really, on storytelling. I think. I know it seems I'm going a bit too far because it's more mainstream, but why can't mainstream actually be powerful, not just silly and explosive? So, anyway, we're obviously going to big it up a lot on this show, and I'm glad it's here today with us. So that's it. it's a pin-free film so far. Let's see if it appears four times. So now we're going to jump into our resident film reviewer, Michael Morgan's top eight films of 2023. And as we said, he has he watches way more films than me and Jess to begin with. He's retired, so he's hitting two or three films a week. I'm so jealous. And he goes to the cinema a lot, so he's seeing it in true fashion. So there's some really cool stuff on here, actually, that I, I do need to get around to. Okay, so in eighth place, he's got Napoleon. So that's the first time we've seen that today. It's a bit like the lottery. First time we've seen that number. Napoleon is with us. Uh, I will go through what he said in a minute. I've got his email up here so we can share some of it. 
Uh, he's got John Wick at seven, as we know, it's influenced me. Equalizer Free is popping in at number six. That's lovely. The Great Escaper. I watched Trophy for that the other day. It was quite interesting. The Great Escaper is in at fifth. Creed Free. First time that's shown up. I feel a bit sad about that, really. All the Creeds are pretty good. So, um, yeah. God, I need to. I think I've seen two. So I need to watch that next. Saltburn. Uh, I watched that trailer. I'm not as interested in that, but I might give it a shot. So Saltburn. Oppenheimer in second, uh, which I'm not surprised by because it is epic and went up for lots of Oscars. And interestingly enough, just come out, he's got Wonka at number one, which is really cool because uh, it's, yeah, it's so fresh. So there's no way I'm sure me and Jess would have seen it. So it's a bit too early, but big shout out. So much of Wonka was filmed in my city of Bath. So all the cool Victorian streets you see, that is what Bath is actually like, guys. It's such a beautiful place to live. Um, and when you watch that film, just think of me. I walk down those streets, guys, to go shopping, to buy a pasty or do some clothes shopping. Well, you know, I walk on these streets. Uh, so well done, Wonka, for that. Uh, so let's go through it a bit, Jess. What I'll do, um, let, yeah, let's see. Should we see what my mic said, shall we? I'll pick out a few. Uh, what film there, Jess, would you most like to hear his opinion on? Let's do it that way. What do you think? Oh, okay. So I haven't I haven't seen The Great Escaper or Saltburn. All right, let's do those two then, shall we? So The Great Escaper, here we go. Michael Caine. Oh, yes, the Michael Caine one, of course. So it's based on a very true story, Jess, a very true story of Bernard Jordan, played by Michael Caine, who absconds from his care home in Hove in Sussex, that's sort of like uh, the southeast of, of England, in 2014 to attend a 70th anniversary of the D-Day uh, landings in Dunkirk, as no one is willing to help him get there. He succeeds to pay tribute to his long-lost friend who died there. The story garnered lots of publicity 10 years ago and made him the unexpected star. Sadly, his wife, who again, like Michael, plays a brilliant role in helping him from the same home they share in their last ever role before her death in June. So, yeah, that's really sad. That was her last film. It excels and delivers one of her best ever performances for Glenda Jackson. So, yeah, based on a true story from, um, yeah, 2014. So I'm presume Jesse is going to be watching this immediately because it's a true story. Uh, I've heard lots of beautiful things about it, and the trailer looks it looks very powerful, very emotional. So I'm not surprised it's on here. My dad is a big fan of just really, really deeply well-told stories. So I'm having a little cry about that as I was reading that. Bloody hell. I definitely have to watch it now. Wowzers. That's, I hadn't even heard of that movie. I'm so glad that I said, hey, I haven't seen that one. Give me the feedback because just that sounds, yeah, right yeah. up my alley. Um, adding it to my need to watch list now yeah. and yeah and to know it's someone's last rot yeah adds, adds some stuff on doesn't it yeah. right okay so uh saltburn next you say yeah saltburn yeah let's do it so set in the uk in 2006 we see oliver quick played by irish actor barry cohen i'm not too sure on that name sorry everyone who who is a so-called shy and retiring working class lad who manages to get into Oxford University and is drawn to a charming aristocratic classmate, Felix, who invites him to an eccentric family estate for the summer holidays. 
As the film progresses, it's full of twists and turns you'd not expect, including some very controversial sex scenes, but delivers a fascinating movie on many levels and well-written and directed by Emerald Fennell in her second outing as a director, which is really cool. So yeah, I watched the trailer and it, yeah, he's like, he's like not quite, he's different. It's like a different class, you know, they're kind of like in a bigger state house and all that kind of stuff. Very eccentric characters, but from what I can see, like everyone starts like fancying each other and like the mum's like really sexy and, you know, they've got like, he's like, I want to sleep with her, but then he likes the daughter and like everybody's like, and it gets like really suspicious and dark towards the end. People are like, you shouldn't be here. And like just really, really intense psychological thriller S to it. It's kind of druggy, a bit trippy as well from what I can see. I think that's what puts me off. It just looks like I'm going to be really stressed. Um, but it's got, yeah, Rosemary Pike is so good. She's been all over the theatre scene in, in England for many years. She's a fantastic actress. She doesn't seem to age either. And um, she, she looks like the perfect role for the mum. Perfect role. She's, even in her later age as well, she's absolutely beautiful and gorgeous and kind of sexy too. So I get why, if you look at all the cast, you get why they put them in. They've all got charismatic energy and sexiness to them. Very well cast. Whoever the casting agent is on that congratulations so what are your thoughts on that is that your cup of tea i i always love movies that have very unique storylines so it sounds like something it, it for some reason it reminded me a little bit of crazy rich asians a little bit um i pulled up the movie poster and even the movie poster yeah as you're describing it i'm like yes this is that that's a good description so i think it'll be an interesting watch i don't know if it would be one to watch multiple times but definitely um a very unique story to see yeah it's got absolutely amazing reviews and yeah it's the cult status of it you know if you watch it and you like it you're gonna love it i i, I love films like that you know they're just they're just hardcore in that way to get the following that they i guess they were reaching for so that's really cool i think it's really important just to quickly read out uh, top spot um of course we can't read all of it sorry dad it's just um going to keep the shows to about half an hour if we can so let's find out more a bit more Wonka from his perspective. So for me, Wonka is a phenomenal creation from writer and director Paul King, who brought us both the Paddington films, woohoo, love Paddington, um, for the recent years. Now Wonka is a prequel to the best-selling children's novel by Roald Dahl, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Brilliant, awkward comedy, singing and choreography throughout with a charismatic performance from the rising star, Timothy Chalamet, in the leading role have to give it a true 10 out of 10. So yeah, if my dad loves something, it's worth watching because he tends to be pretty on the button, really. Um, and ignoring the bath stuff that I was talking about, um, it looks brilliant. So I'll watch it at some point when it goes down to my 499. So that's great. And just for fun, I want to see what he says about John Wick because I know Jess wants a little bit more dialogue, but let's see why she's wrong about that. So John Wick 4, starring Keanu Reeves. I don't know if you knew that, but that's true. So John Wick, played by Reeves, is back and uncovers a path for defeating the High Table, who have excelled him. But before he can earn his freedom, he must face off against a new enemy that will turn old friends into foes going forward in his pursuit for justice. Welcome back, John. Like that finish. Um, yeah, I forget. Yeah, because it's like it's kind of best sort of best mate. He has to kind of go against him. Um, it's quite complex how they did it because you kind of still like the bad guy. It's very confusing for the brain, but I think that's really, really good. Um, so yeah, woohoo, John Wick. 
So that completes today's 2023 lists. I had a lot of fun there. That was, I think, a pretty brilliant year. So what? how would you sum up 2023, do you think? As, uh, of all the years that you've kind of seen so far that we've done, where, where do you think it sits? Is it up there? I, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think the great list. What I do love about this list is I feel like we had a good amount of diversity, not a whole lot of repeats, but I think that there's other years, and maybe it's because I used to be able to go to the movie theater on a regular basis. So my experience has shifted a little bit with my lifestyle changes. Uh, maybe that's a little bit why I'm like, oh, 2023. But I I love that I've I've picked up some new movies to watch, so I'm happy yeah. for that. It's true, actually. It's like the memories of it all as well, isn't it? Like when you watched it, and like you said, like when I used to go to theater a lot, uh, sorry, cinema a lot, it was kind of like that adds to it all, isn't it? Like all the people you went to see it with, and how you felt when you left the screen. You know, you're driving home, you're like, oh my god, that was so good. You don't get that at home, do you? Kind of like it stops, and you're like, right, I'm gonna go make some dinner. It's not the same, is it? So um, the emotional connection, guys, it's actually really important to films so i kind of agree with you and don't agree with you all at the same time very weird confusing moment for me in my life <laughs> so there we have it guys uh you won't get to you know hear about this list now a year from now we've done it it's done and dusted so we will continue to go back i think we've got to do i think it's 2018 next yeah 2018 next for us so that'll be next 10 episodes or so you'll hear from us on that one or we're we going back to like 1988 or something so it's going to take a while that's all good so now is your chance to head over to Instagram and pick your number one list from today. So A is the industry list. B is my list, the action packed. C is Jess's medley of wonder. And the D is Mike Morgan, resident film reviewers. Really lovely mix of action and quirky and blockbusters and Oscar winners. So yeah. I've tried to big them all up. So yeah, go and vote now. You'll see um, now we have brand new posters. Um, so by the time you've seen this, you might have seen a few more already. So I'm going to be doing a graphic design degree. So I'm having a lot of fun on the show. So yeah, check out all the cool posters and uh, what we all look like as comic book characters and vote accordingly in the comments. We'd really, really appreciate if you could. There's a big chance for those listening. We will probably release the lists on Instagram as well. So if you need to go back and check the lists and not have to listen back to the show, you can. Um, because we know there's lots of people that support us on Instagram, do all the polls, and they love what we're doing over there, but they find it really hard to fit in time to listen to any podcast, let alone ours. So big up to all of those guys. They deserve to have a look at these lists. Otherwise, we're always going to miss them. So you've got both platforms. But please keep coming back because we can go into detail on the show and really talk it up and, and explain it all to you. So yeah, keep tuning in because we love it. So thank you very much, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next time where we're looking at romantic comedies, which I thought was going to be a bit boring, a bit flat. But it turns out it's actually quite interesting. So tune in then. We'll see you next time. Send us your top eight list today to top underscore eight underscore media. If you find it too hard to create your top eight of all time, then why not a top eight from a certain actor, actress, genre, or director? You can even make it more niche. For example, the Top 8 films set in space. Your list could inspire, so join the Top 8 Media contributors today. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.